0: Uptown New Orleans, hello, I'm Grant Morris. Happy Hour is part of the family of shows on the podcast network, It's Orleans.com. When you walk into a bar in New Orleans and you pull up a bar stool, you never know who is going to be sitting on either side of you. What you do know is no matter what they look like, what they're wearing, whether they're just going out of a limousine or just out to jail, they're going to be happy to talk to you. Because that's New Orleans and this is Happy Hour, a cocktail fueled 60 minutes of random conversation with folks who have nothing in common. Other than we're all New Orleans in a bar, today we're at the fabulous Wayfair on 3rd Street. Which is not just a bar, it's also a restaurant where they serve handcrafted food and spirits. They have a whole new menu here, by the way. Have any of you guys been here before? I have. John Grow is here, making his second appearance, but actually only his first appearance on Happy Hour, which is a longer story. Great place, though. Laurie Tipton is here as well. Laurie, have you ever been here? This is my first time. Your first time at Wayfair. I rarely
1: can say that, but this is my first time. Really? This is your first time?
0: time. You never forget your first? (laughs) You never do. Okay, that's great. And Mark Berger is here as well. Second time. Second time at Wayfair. What are you drinking?
2: Just beer? Uh, You're citrat- halfway through your first pint Citradelic region. IPA
0: Citrodelic? Yes, sir That sounds good You don't have to call me sir But it no. is nice, though
2: uh, My parents sent me to a boarding school Where they beat the shit out of us Did they really? Yes, sir
0: Your parents beat the shit out of you Or the people at the boarding school? The people at the boarding school What Catholic- sort of people were they?
2: Catholic brothers Really?
0: Oh, well, brothers of Sacred Heart, must be
2: Yes, sir St. Stanislaus they- oh. St.
0: Stanislaus, where
3: is that? That's St. Louis Really? I went to went- Catholic-, Catholic High School in Baton Rouge <laughs> Had the same brothers
0: Really? They beat the shit out of you as well?
3: Yeah, brother said, um, "I go, brother,
0: why did you hit me across the face? Says, uh, you were goofy. Wow, across the face! Oh yeah, you got hit across the face as well.
2: Yes, sir. We were the last one of the last schools with corporal punishment.
0: Well, corporal punishment is one thing, but hitting across the face is that part of it. Uh, let's reenact it. Absolutely, <laughs> let's do it, Laurie. <laughs> your <laughs> your brother. What was I'm the worst guy? <laughs> what was the worst guy's name? Mark. What was your worst guy's name? The Haitian.
2: Well he's like a father to me, but his name was Brother Joseph.
0: Brother Joseph. Well he was actually Jesus'
2: father, Brother Joseph. Right. He was also so. a golden glove boxer, supposedly killed somebody in the ring oh and my. became a brother because of that. Holy so.
0: crap, and he knocked the shit out of you. Yes sir. And he was a golden glove professional boxer. <laughs> yes sir. That doesn't sound right. Does oh. it? What kind of a person is what kind of religion is that <laughs> that they want to beat up people? And who was the worst guy you had? Well, we had Brother child.
3: Robert, who we didn't like. And he, he's the one who hit it across the face or whatever. But we also had Brother Gordon, who hit everybody their freshman year. And then he was your best friend uh, your sophomore year, all the oh, way really? through senior Brother
0: year. Gordon. Good cop, bad yeah. cop. And brother Joseph. Yeah, he
3: was. He, uh, he was the rite of passage. If you got through his class, he was your best friend the rest of the time in high school.
0: And did you think it's fucked you up in any way? or Not or that part, part of, it? of it.
3: I mean, the whole Catholic all-boy all you know, all high school, I mean i got some social issues amongst a lot of guys. Did it you drop the soap? No, I never dropped. <laughs> I held on a second were you,
0: time. Were you, John, were you in a boarding school as well? No, mine was just, no. Was You're just, a day yeah. student. And so, but Mark, you were in a boarding school. Yes, sir. So so. where, where did you come from? Where were you? Uh, yeah, I'm from New Orleans. So your parents lived in New Orleans, and yeah. they sent you off to Mississippi to school.
2: Yeah, I went to Ben Franklin. It's a smart school. I was too smart for, the, for Ben Franklin, so they shipped me off.
0: Really? Really. <laughs> I thought Ben Franklin, you had to be super smart to go to
2: I was smart Kind of a badass
0: Wow right. And the same brothers That do St.
3: Sanislaus And Catholic Eye And Bad Rouge yeah. Also do Brother Martin Here in town Really? So a lot of them, I, bet, I bet we have
2: some Brothers That we know each other Some brothers Put their hands on us
0: And no one's Put your Put their hands on you And the other way Than physical violence No one tried to have sex With you did that? No sir that's good, at least. You're telling the truth about that, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Well, I'm not you, saying John, it doesn't happen. But, but moderate. Moderate. <laughs> look how attractive you are, though. He still smiling. Wouldn't you, th- <laughs> Wouldn't you think some guys would be attracted to you?
2: Oh, there's plenty of guys <laughs> in the city that are attracted to me. Yeah.
0: How do you know that?
2: Oh, uh, half my family and friends are gay, so.
0: Half of your family is gay? Oh, yeah. Really? Which half is that?
2: Both. My mom is a lesbian. Um, her first cousin's a lesbian. My dad's brother's gay. My dad's uncle's gay.
0: So that is pretty much half.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. What about your family, Lori? How many gay people are in your family?
1: My mother was gay. Um, and I have a child that I co-parent. My child has three fathers, and two of them are gay. They're a gay couple. So.
0: Okay. This is off to a good start already. <laughs> You've got three. Your kid has three fathers. My
1: kid has three fathers. Okay. Yes.
0: Let's figure it out. Okay. <laughs> So, the original father...
1: So, my partner is Andy, and him and I could not have children together. Um, was it against so, the law? Well, you know, we've been together, at, I think, at that point, 10 years, and Andy was like, I never want to have a baby with you ever, because you're insane, so I'm going to have a vasectomy, and I was like, okay, that's cool, because if I want a baby, I'm going to have a baby.
3: <laughs> this is after
0: 10 years?
1: Yeah, this is after, like, 10 years. So, um, he had a vasectomy, and I was like, okay, that's cool. And then, you know, time went on, and for myself, I decided that I really wanted to have a child. And uh, I told him, you know, that I'd like to have a child. And I think he thought, it's kind of like a lot of other things, when I'm like, I want to be a notary, (laughs) or I want to, you know, do this or that. Yeah, I think he thought it would just pass. Um, It didn't, obviously. Um, So I had met Lee Kyle, who is my son's birth father, and had asked him, you know, just on an offshoot one night. I was like, hey, so I know you don't know me really well but you're really nice and kind and you're very tall and good at math and would you be interested in maybe procreating with me and he was like um, what are the owls yeah absolutely so let's do that um, so there was a lot of back and forth both my partner Andy and Lee's partner Clint were not really sold on the idea so to Lee, begin with
0: Lee's gay Lee is gay so he doesn't like to knock out women as a
1: well no he was great he was fine with it. it his partner was not so much into like you know they didn't really think that they would ever have children you know so, but me and Lee are very, you know, we had made up our minds. We're pretty hard-headed individuals. And so we moved forward with it, thinking, you know, that it would take six months to a year for me to get pregnant. Uh, we did, like, at-home, turkey baster style, n- not, no sex whatsoever. Yes. No sex? <laughs> no sex. that's what, that's what no I was sex. picturing. I was I picturing actual sex. No, 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 no sex. you guys
0: picturing actual sex? I was hoping for yeah. it. I thought that's yeah. where you were going. I hope with it. everybody yeah. was thinking about it. I know, <laughs> well, the turkey. Well, was it during turkey. Thanksgiving season?
3: <laughs> it was
1: not. Unfortunately, it was during February, and it, just as well, you wouldn't <laughs> want to use that turkey baster <laughs>
3: for the turkey. Not
1: for the gravy. Um, <laughs> I feel like that would be very bad for what was going on. Um, no, but it worked the first time, the very first time. Okay,
0: so walk us yeah. through it, actually, because I don't think I've ever actually <laughs> met anyone who's done this with an actual turkey baster. Have you guys? Well, no, it's not. Mm. So you don't. are in a rock and roll band, John. So. <laughs> You've probably heard a lot of good stories.
1: So you don't use an actual turkey baster. What you use is a syringe without a needle on it. And you order this on the Internet, and when you Google, like, you know, artificial insemination at home, it just brings you to a bunch of lesbian blogs. (laughs) So then you have to sort through all that, and then you finally get to, like, an order form for basically a box that comes in the mail. And it's got, like, a couple needleless syringes and some specimen cups, the same stuff you'd find at the doctor's office.
2: A box for your box.
1: Exactly. <laughs> so then, <laughs> and then the instructions say to, you know, like, have your, your donor, you know, ejaculate into one of these cups. And then you are to quickly suck it up into the syringe and then gently bathe your cervix with it. Now. Ba- I remember this.
0: Boys that's were born <laughs> for a ride. Yes, <laughs> This is where it gets a bit interpretive. Gently, ba- well, is I when remember like this. Cooking yeah, the, the recipes got sort of an like add to taste. Well, you know,
1: so because I was like, well, gently, what happens if you? Well, apparently, you know, yeah, you have to do it gently. Or do you it just, know where your cervix is? Everywhere. That's the first thing. I do. Okay. Did you I have had to, to Google look that it, up? Yes. Okay. So
0: where's that? How far up is that?
1: Uh, Well, it depends on the lady, honestly. Where it's I have a very shallow vagina. Shallow (laughs) vagina,
0: okay. So can you feel your cervix It's very judgmental. My vagina (laughs) is quite shallow. Okay. All right. Well, that's good to know. Did you know that about yourself before you started knocking yourself up with a syringe? Yeah,
1: I knew that about myself. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I'm pretty familiar with it. (laughs) Shallow vagina. Okay.
0: So you know where your cervix is. Yeah. So So you just have to get the syringe up there to touch it.
1: You don't even have to get it so far up to touch it, just to kind of get it close to that area and then depress it very slowly the syringe and, you, and then you put your legs up against the wall kind of in a yoga style position well, and mark then, as a yoga teacher i see you pointing then, at mark no, you say, I, I actually am a certified yoga teacher too
0: see both yoga teachers <laughs> we
2: both can put our legs <laughs> over like, our yes, head okay. can. really can you yeah,
0: yeah. wow <laughs> have you ever done anything with a turkey baster and shallow vagina <laughs> cervix people no. No, okay. So that's one difference. Right? Okay.
1: So, um, and then they recommend if you're open-minded that you masturbate afterwards because they say if you have an orgasm, that's going to help bring the sperm into your cervical opening.
0: If you're open-minded.
1: Uh, yeah, and I'm totally open-minded. Okay. <laughs> so and are you
0: masturbating then with the father in the room? Oh, no, 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 so no, no no, no, no. He did he his business. Off.
1: Yeah, he jerked off, did his business, and then he just left. What's so I he was doing
0: now? He's gone out for a drink or something? Right now, he actually... No, not now, he, but oh. I mean, after the... Well, right, well, that would be interesting too, but after the event, oh. he just He well, he it, just was a, it,
1: it always happened at my house, so he just left. And I didn't really ask him because he wasn't my boyfriend, so I really didn't give a didn't shit where he was going.
2: going. <laughs> right. I, he I, fell
0: asleep, don't we all? <laughs> right. right. How did you actually meet Lee?
1: Uh, Lee was actually in the first time I met him he was in a theatrical production with my partner Andy they did Welcome to Desire it was Nari Tomasetti's piece that she did that was a play on Streetcar Named Desire it okay. was at the Always Lounge and they were so in the that show together a gay together. actor yeah well he's actually a fabric artist he made this dress I'm wearing it's today it's a great dress it's got oh.
0: yeah. uh, what are the Dr. Seuss, Dr. Seuss things Seuss all over it
1: yeah this was my birthday present Horton
0: here's who is who was on your breasts yes <laughs> what's Horton. on your shallow vagina um <laughs>
1: Fox and socks. Because <laughs> 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 he likes to be in a box at some. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's pretty
0: cool. That's a cool dress. And what's the copyright issues with that? I guess. not uh,
1: Thanks. Now there's going to yeah. be a lot.
0: <laughs> I think we can take photo. We've got our own problems with photos on the internet. I guess we can take a photo of that and put it on the internet, can we, Alison? Yeah,
1: I think it's fine. I've already put it on the internet. Oh, okay, so don't
0: yeah. worry about that. <laughs> well, what an exciting start to Happy Hour that's been. Okay, so so you got you got knocked up.
1: I got
4: knocked okay, up. Okay, now
0: what's your actual partner's name? Andy. Andy is. I have to is write my these partner. down. Yeah, Andy, it gets a little confusing. Andy and Lee. What's Lee's partner's name? Clint. Clint. Mm-hmm. They're good names, too, huh? Mm-hmm. This is good for the movie. <laughs> you don't have to change the names or anything. No. Okay, so now you're knocked up. Mm-hmm. And Andy says you're insane. Well, he doesn't even. Why would he want to be with you, even?
1: Uh, I don't know. I ask him that all the time, and his answer is your ass. <laughs> your ass? <laughs> yeah, that's always the answer. Okay. I'm like, why are you with me? And he's like, your ass.
0: So that's a joke, obviously. Mm,
1: I don't know, honestly. It's been she's she's sitting down.
3: She's yeah. going <laughs> to verify
0: that. I, you can get a lot of good ass and, without putting up with insane and a baby I, and, I, and everything. I guess. You
1: know? I mean, I think that Must with me, you kind of know what insanity you're getting. I just put, I lay the cards on the table. There's no surprises with me. It's pretty much out there. So it's kind of like, uh, you could go with what you know and you're comfortable with, or you could go out there and maybe try. But there's, there's crazier people than me. Are
2: you single, Mark? I have a girlfriend. Okay. And how long have you been together? Uh, two years. Okay. She's ten Is she years... crazy? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all all are. Yeah, she's 10 years older, so I got a cougar.
0: Nice. Know. She's Whoa. 10 years older. Yeah, two okay. kids.
2: She's got two kids already. Yeah, 13 okay. and 17.
0: Wow, she's a long way along yep. with the kids, so you don't have to worry about that. They're sort of independent.
2: Yep. What do they think of you? I'm the, the cool guy that just hangs around right. all the time. You're not the guy
0: <laughs> that has sex with my mom or anything where they freak out.
2: Oh, I hope they're not thinking about that, but I'm sure that's so what they're and thinking. 13
0: 17. I don't know. Are they girls or
2: boys? 17-year-old's uh, a girl and the 13-year-old's a boy.
0: So he's kind of like a brother slash boyfriend. Right. It's pretty. That's a pretty cool, cool setup. Yeah. And how did you guys meet?
2: She asked me to help her daughter with some running stuff years ago and uh, just kept in touch. I was engaged at the time. Well, that ended, um, and then uh, we hooked up.
0: Wow. So you're a, running, you're, a co- you're a partner in Varsity Running? Yes. Varsity Sports, is it called?
2: Yeah, Varsity Sports.
0: I thought that was owned by somebody in Baton Rouge.
2: It is, Jenny Peters. Jenny uh, Peters, right. She has uh, investors in New Orleans, and I invested uh, when I moved back home.
0: Okay, where from? Where would you move from? Baton Rouge. Oh, you moved from Baton Rouge to here? Yes, thank God. And John grew up in Baton Rouge, although he was born here.
3: I was born here, grew up in Baton Rouge, and thank God.
0: So you've (laughs) got to be able to say you were born here. That's the key to the whole thing. Were you born here, Laurie?
1: I was born here.
0: So that's the key. If you can say you were born in New Orleans, it doesn't matter that you grew up in Baton Rouge for the formative years or you got beat the hell up by... by, uh, by, Catholic brothers. By priests and Brothers. brothers, yeah. As long as you were born in New Orleans, you've got the passport to do that so, you're, so you own the running store you, I should just you know here's my extensive research that Graham our producer gave me I, if I just read this it would take like you know five minutes and there's all the things you do it's just Mark it's insane it says here you're the owner of higher power cycle yoga and TRX studio yes sir there's probably like a whole show in that I don't even know what TRX is any idea John, bicycle racing? No, no, it's like
1: bands and stuff and like resistance. It's oh. cool. You it's hang from the c-
2: ah. it's hanging from the ceiling.
1: It's like BDSM, yeah. but exercise. Yes. But you pay? Yeah. Oh, I so always interest. you always pay. You pay for BDSM <laughs> one customer. way or the other. You
0: always <laughs> so, <laughs> pay. <laughs> so you, it's rubber bands. It's like resistance bands.
2: No, they're straps. <laughs> like mm-hmm.
0: straps. Yeah. Okay, go on. Like you must have explained this 100 think of like a hundred times. What is
2: TRX? Think of like a sex swing, except that you're exercising.
0: So it's an X swing instead of a sex right. swing. <laughs> okay. I'm not sure what a sex swing looks like. John, you probably know that.
3: I uh, went in the Le- Big Lebowski they had a sex swing in there, didn't they? I about believe as, close so. as, I, about <laughs> as close as I
0: would know what that is. Okay. From the Big Lebowski. How does it, do you have a sex swing at home? You and I do not. you and the girlfriend? We do not. What's her name?
2: Her name's Erin. Erin.
0: So you don't have a sex swing? No Do, sex you, swing. do you have one of those at your place? Laura? We
1: have. We don't have very high ceilings at my house right now. I mean, hmm. I, I guess we could put a swing in, but How it would high be, do they need be, to be grossly disappointing. Swing. I don't know. I feel like to <laughs> put a swing in, it should be, I don't know, a little. I bit think harder.
0: it's probably the strength. Talking <laughs> of resistance, it's <laughs> the right. resistance more than the height, probably. Yeah, probably.
1: Uh, maybe so. I don't know. I don't think you need to be I that, that a tall s- to I'd be. I need a stud honest. finder.
0: That could be the line of the day, right there. As well as as that, it says here that you that you run and do triathlon coaching and you have a fitness business called NOLA oh, you can't believe how much stuff there is here NOLA Multisport what is that?
2: it basically was my first like personal training and triathlon coaching and um, run training and running groups and a whole bunch of stuff that I did when I first started so I just kept the name
0: you also put on races. You're the president of the biggest running club in the city called Happy's Running Club.
2: Yeah, we meet every Wednesday. You look like you must be
0: like 100 years old to have done all this. How old are you? You wouldn't mind telling us. That.
2: 35 years old. How the fuck did you do
0: this?
1: I know. That's I'm 37. Now I feel like shit. Thanks.
0: Yeah. Oh, you're going to feel worse <laughs> when I finish this. Mark, Mark is also the strength and conditioning coach at Loyola University. Oh, How about great. that? Anything else, Mark? Yes. Yes. He's a Lululemon ambassador. That's the main thing right there, right? Because there's no guys wearing Louisville women. No. There is one. (laughs) You're looking at
2: them. (laughs) Yeah, I just got back from Vancouver uh, visiting their headquarters.
1: Are they finally going to make yoga pants for people above size 10?
2: They do 12.
1: Do they? Yeah. But then they stretch too thin and you can see right through You can see right through
2: the shell of a twelve, A 12 12 is like a 10. I think they fixed the... uh, Okay, we'll well, let's the, pants. let's,
0: let's <laughs> ask you that as a Lululemon ambassador. What is the, what's the company's answer to that? Because the, the problem was that they were cheaped out, but somehow they, someone bought it or something? So changed the, yeah,
2: the, what happened? The original owner, uh, he kind of said some uh, remarks that weren't uh, PC. <laughs> and, uh, what did he say? I think he said something like certain girls shouldn't be wearing those products. Uh Ah, I see. He is no longer in charge of the company anymore. um, And there's a great CEO now. And I've been to Vancouver four times in three years. um, And I wish I was there right now. Why? Besides being with y'all. Yeah, that was a very insulting
0: (laughs) thing to say, especially to John. Look, um, I even
1: have a Lululemon purse. Check it it out. See that? All right. I did that because I knew he was coming. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Nice.
0: Okay, so do you have any free stuff for us? Yeah, <laughs> he's taking his shirt off. Nice. Uh, so how do you get to be a Lululemon ambassador then?
2: So basically, you just well, you just read it all.
0: But I thought so it was because you're a sports person. But
2: I thought it was women only. Why would a guy be a Lululemon? Well, only? they have men's clothes? They do.
0: Yes. Whole John, men's are you section. wearing any Lululemon today? I've never
3: heard that name before. <laughs> are you <laughs> serious? It's the first I'm ever hearing of it. Right. Really? Oh, yeah.
0: It's like the biggest brand in sportswear. I think it's the biggest in the world. Isn't
2: Pretty it? much now.
3: I thought Under, Under Armour and Nike were...
2: They, they are in a general sense, but I'd say in like the boutique brand, bougie, biggest.
1: the bougie brand, that yeah. Lululemon's. Uh, it's in the rich people mall, Canal okay. Place. Yeah,
2: yeah it look
0: really good when you go to. The gym. They don't sell it at Sam's. <laughs> it's in no, Lake-
2: no <laughs> Walmart. <all> right, <laughs> they okay. do not know. It's in Lakeside now too. Oh, is it? Yeah. Look at that. And in Baton Rouge. Oh, okay. The mall. Right, right in front of the Trader Joe's. Now I guess the oh, okay. poor people That's can cool. see it. Everybody knows where Trader <laughs> Joe's. Is. I know. We're about to get one. I know.
0: What Trader Joe's? Oh, we're to get really Trader Joe's in New that. Orleans. Yeah, yeah. and uh,
3: veterans. I mean,
2: really? I don't well, say that New Orleans. Not yes. really New Orleans. Next right.
0: month. Everyone's so up on. How great is it, really? Trader oh, the Jones?
1: snacks are amazing. Really? There's things in life you shouldn't go cheap on: sushi, toilet paper, snacks, prostitutes.
0: Okay. Is that? Are they linked in any way? Those things.
1: Hmm. If they're good, they're really good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> how? When's the <it> last time <laughs> you went to a prostitute?
1: Oh, I actually, I when I was in Amsterdam. I offered to pay for my friend to go see a prostitute because it's quite amazing. You know, they stand in the doorways. Mm -hmm. This was years ago. This was 2003, I think. Oh, God, I'm so old. Um, And I was like, hey, I will pay for you to go because that girl is, she's beautiful. You don't even have to have sex with her. Just go in there and talk to her. And he was very shy because I thought it would be strange if I went. Um, And then, like, we went and we ate some mushrooms because, you know, that's what you do when you're in Amsterdam. And then we came back and then we were going to go, but then we saw, like, a, a very unattractive man leaving that area where she was, and then he just couldn't get that image out of his mind. So
0: that, that want to be the next guy. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. So. I don't know. They but need
0: to have a back door, like when you go to the <laughs> they psychiatrist. <do>. They <laughs> totally
1: need to have. Yeah.
0: So you never did no, actually no, no. go to a prostitute? I've You've never, never been to a prostitute?
1: No, I've never been to a prostitute. Right. I, I, I think prostitution should be legalized, though. I think it, well, there's it nothing wrong some, with it. It is in some places. Right. I mean, but here in New Orleans, I think it should be. I think it should be everywhere, honestly.
0: Well, I don't think anyone has a great appetite for legalizing prostitution. Here they do. Nobody cares, I don't think. Unless you started some sort of a movement.
1: No, I don't think so. I mean, I think there was a little bit when they had the Canal Street Madam and all that stuff went down. You know, I think that at that point there was a little bit more of a spotlight on it. I just think in general that, you know, by keeping prostitution illegal, it really is harmful for women. You know, it really is uh, denying them some of the rights that they should have, basically.
2: But on that note, David Vitter would be our governor right now.
1: Yeah, that's true. If, <laughs> if it wasn't
0: for the prostitution being illegal. You have a that's point. That's true. You have a point. So that's the upside. Touché. That's the upside of uh, illegal prostitution right there. I'll take that. For right it we have John Bell Evans. He seems to be doing a pretty good job, this guy.
2: Yeah. He was with Obama yesterday. Yeah. Have you ever heard... Well, so was Vitter. Of, did you... I just... I, <laughs> was he real? Is he was, still They're all together. Vitter, yeah. Ke- Vitter Kennedy... Um, all oh, of them together.
0: I just heard John Bell Edwards speak for the first time. I've never heard him speak before until today. Have you ever heard him speak, the I governor?
3: Don't, I don't believe I have.
0: Have you heard him, John?
3: I've watched all the
0: press conferences from you know all
3: the from the flooding, the flooding. Me and even too. Even That's even how I heard it. You know, even the, when they had the shootings in Baton Rouge, uh, right. I think he's handled all that stuff better than any government we've had in the last
0: twenty years. Yeah, he's the real deal. So have he, you heard him? He's got an yeah, incredible he's, accent. Uh,
2: he, what he does is that he, uh, most people, I'm a Democrat, uh, but most Democrats when they talk, they're kind of pussies. Um, and he talks like a Republican, so like he can like demand like respect and control, right. and still be a Democrat and think very you well. Know, he's liberally. a
0: military guy, right? Right. So he was like a Marine or something,
2: yeah, which is unusual.
1: Maybe he was beaten by the same brothers.
0: I'm sure well, he that was. could it's have possible. been. Yes. Yeah. So you're not fucked up by that at all, and right? Not at you all. You got no issues. <laughs> That's good. You know? Tell us, tell us yeah. about your issues
1: <laughs> <laughs> I need to feel better about th- myself. Jesus Christ, he's what, 34 and he's like done everything. Did you 35. run a triathlon? Have you run a triathlon?
0: I've done several, right? Them. Yeah, of course. <laughs> many triathlons. I haven't. I've got more here. I could be going on with. If you'd like. Are <laughs> you an Iron Man? I'm an Iron oh, that's Man. Next. You know
2: my
3: cousin, <laughs> Woody Grove Grow.
2: He lives in Baton Rouge.
3: No, he lives here.
0: No, I don't know him. he does. He does all that. He does Iron Man too. Yeah. Is there a, must be a pretty small family of Iron very, Man conversions in New Orleans, especially. I would right. think there would be down to like three people. You and Woody Groh and the other guy. My yeah. uncle's an Iron Man. My neighbor's an Iron Man. Oh. What's your uncle's oh, name? There's four.
1: Henry Poynot. He owns uh, <laughs> Big Fisherman Seafood on Magazine. Ah, Street. that is a great oh. place.
0: Okay, now we're on to tattoos. What's on your arm?
1: So I got a bunch Miss of stuff. Lonely. Got, yeah. I have Miss Lonely. Miss Lonely Hearts. Miss Lonely Heart's tattoo. That's
0: oh, my goodness. A
1: book by Nathaniel West about a gentleman who writes uh, an advice column called Miss Lonely Hearts. Uh, It's really uh, satire and depressing, so I really like (laughs) kind of my life. (laughs) Your life is is satirical (laughs) and depressing. I don't think so. Um, Not at all, actually. And then this one is just a clock. This is based on a a Mark Ryden uh, drawing that he's done. and. When my son was little, the first phrase he would say is tick-tock. He'd run around because he loved clocks, so I got that one.
0: Hey, that's interesting. The first thing he said is tick-tock.
1: Yeah. Hmm. I don't Why know.
0: would he say How would you know a clock goes tick-tock?
1: I don't know. He's very, very smart. He's uh, Wilder will be three in October, and he already knows all 50 states and their capitals. He knows 30 countries and their capitals. The kid's very, very, very intelligent. At three? At, he's not even three. Not even three. When he, he was, when he was 18 months, he knew all of his alphabet. My friends hate me because I post videos to Facebook, and they're like... My kid's retarded compared to your child, which I probably shouldn't say that word. But
0: (laughs) No, Facebook's okay. Why are you carrying the money, Mark, around in a plastic bag, a guy with your standing? Doesn't Lula Lemon have a wallet?
2: Uh, So I was in Vancouver, and I was uh, running around the town, running up mountains and stuff, and it's waterproof. So you keep all your money and
0: business cards in a see-through Ziploc plastic bag. That's so very eccentric. On my, the table.
2: My mom's Sicilian. It used to be like an old like women's rubber band. Okay. And uh, I have a wallet, just you know, I go through phases.
0: How much money you got in there? How much cash do you carry around? Where's your you have credit cards in here too?
2: Yeah. Yeah, look at that. Venture, visa, capital one? Holy crap. How many That's points a- do you have? <laughs> Enough to, enough to bring me to Europe next year. See? I've been saving them. Oh, that's yeah, good. <laughs> good
0: idea. John, when are you are taking off on tour next? What are you doing? You have a new record I'm, out. I have a new record. It comes out uh, Friday, this Wait, August 26th. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, my God. So if you listen to this anytime after Friday, August 26th, 2016, it's out. And it it's is called River Rivers on Fire. Rivers on Rivers, Fire. Rivers, Rivers, plural, on fire. Rivers on Fire, yes. Okay, cool. Wow. Been writing for it, working
3: on it the last year and a half, two years. Yeah. Uh, finished it in April May and kinda of been sitting on it trying to get all this business stuff lined up, the promotions and publicity right. and the radio. And it's finally here.
0: Wow, congratulations. Awesome. That's a big, big, big
3: deal. It's a, it's a big big deal. That's a lot of work. It's like my it's life's been on hold for a while. And yeah. so uh now that it's out, uh started to get some reviews, reviews have been positive. Uh, people have been listening to it and liking it. So
0: Well that's I'm exciting. encouraged. Yeah. So if you don't know who we're talking about, John Papa Grow, what, what do people call you, Papa or John, or I call you John?
3: Well, they call me lots of things yeah. there, Graham. Uh,
0: <laughs> but on the street, I get Papa a lot. Uh,
3: you know, in the bars, I get Papa a lot. Right. You know, John is fine. What, what does your
0: wife call you? She calls me John and Babe. Babe. Okay, I'm going to go with Babe. Yeah, all right, Babe. Okay, Babe. So why don't we take a listen to something off the record? Yeah, it'd be great. What should we listen to? Uh,
3: let's go with the title track, number two. Rivers on, is it called rivers on fire. rivers on fire. Yeah, I wrote this about a, a year ago, right during the uh, 10th anniversary of Katrina, and just kind of thinking about like Ferret Street. We're right here in Ferret Street. What a great thing that's been. Uh, doesn't get an, all the positive things don't get enough attention, and the song is kind of about that. Okay, check it out.
0: How you like it? How many times have you heard that? How <laughs> I mean, Millions. Are you sick of it? What do you think when you no, hear I'm it? No, I'm not sick of it. You're still liking it? I'm still like, ah, cool. Yeah. I like it, too. Really proud of that song. I like it. Hey, what are you playing? You're playing the piano on there? Doing the
3: piano and the organ and the singing? I mean... Uh, you know, write all the music, arranged everything. And who's playing that cool sort of funky guitar? Like? That's the amazing, masterful Brian Stoltz. Brian Stoltz from the Meters. From the Funky Meters. Played with Neville Brothers, done yeah. Dr. John, oh, wow. Linda okay. Ronstadt,
0: Aaron Neville, Bob Dylan. I mean, Holy just, shit, he played with Bob Dylan?
3: Yeah, on his uh, Mercy Mercy
0: record. Really? Yeah. Wow, a yeah. Mercy that, record. Yeah. When they, That's the one he made yeah, here?
3: Like yeah, the one he made in New Orleans. Yep.
0: And who else is on there?
3: Uh, Russ Broussard is playing drums from... Uh, Married to Susan Calsill of the Calsills. And then uh, Eric Vogel is on bass. And Mike Dillon's on percussion. And then the ladies we had singing that was uh, Erica Falls, who's been singing with Galactic as of late. And uh, Jelly Joseph, who does uh, Tank the Bengas. Wow, you got a lot of pretty good people on there.
0: So, so you were, you were, your band was called Puppet Growers Funk. Right. Back in the day when you were playing at the Maple Leaf for like, I don't mean like 10, 12, we 12 years. 12
3: years at Maple Leaf, one year at the uh, Old Point Bar.
0: Wow, so that's 13 years that Third, band was together. Yes. So now what are you going to do when you're going to go back out on the road, I guess? To we started going on the road
3: already. Uh, we were out on the road.
0: Same guys? You got the van back together? Well, not Papa Groves
3: Funk. It's John Papa Groves. So all different guys, different okay. music. Uh, and can I?
0: Almost starting from scratch again. So you have to train up a whole bunch of new guys, or has everyone just got it in their DNA now?
3: No, we, we're rehearsing. I came from rehearsal today, which I'll push on the time a little bit here. I just left rehearsal to come here.
0: Wow. Uh, Thanks but, for doing that.
3: Yeah, but just you know it's, it's fun like working on new music. Uh, the guys are excited about it. It's, just, uh, it's a fresh start, so oh, it's I'm kind of sure, invigorating. Is.
0: So how does it work? Do you have to book a tour? Do you have a booking agent do all that crap for
3: you, or what? Well, I like I say, I want to go to Houston. I'm going to go. I'm going out west, so line it up, you know, so got a booking agent that does that and manager okay. that kind of yells at the booking agent I yell at the manager and, you
0: know. <laughs> so you got a setup. up you've got a bunch of people you don't have to do all this I don't have to do it but I mean I'm heavily
3: involved in you've the whole process you got to keep process. on top of it right it's my it's business so. Yeah.
0: so what's the plan Then the plan is to go west from here to Houston and well
3: it's my, my immediate plan is just to f- go play all the places Papa Girls Funk was ex- was uh, successful at and all the places that we have a strong fan base for the New Orleans music market you know, New York City right. Baltimore DC is, is a hotbed Uh, South Florida is a hotbed Chicago is a hotbed San Francisco uh, You know, there's really deep pockets Of uh, New Orleans fans there That Papa Girls Funk did really well at And they know me, so I'm trying to hit those places first uh, got the radio promoters sitting the record out right now. Just started this week. How as far does, as how does that work? now? I really don't know. You pay them a lot of money, and they're supposed to make you famous.
0: Uh, but do, we'll what, find out. <laughs> what is radio now? What radio station? Would... Well, that's the thing.
3: It's um, the company that we hired. Uh, their job is to get it to A formats, non-commercial. Okay. So anything that's not you know like the clear channel stations and NPR stations would be involved. The WWOZs. Right. All you know, the community radio stations.
0: Right, so you go that college way. radio stations. So they have guys that work those stations.
3: They have guys that work those stations. Okay.
0: And what do you pay what do they get paid when you say they get paid a lot of money? Ooh, it's like
3: I mean they, they start around fifteen hundred dollars a month to like five, 000, six thousand dollars a month.
0: That much. That much. And can they make you that money back? Obviously that's the plan, right? Let's talk in no, three. Let's talk in three months. Let's yeah, see. Yeah, because I don't no, know. Nobody's, nobody's buying records
3: anymore. Well, they're still listening to music. That's the whole thing. People are still listening to music, and music is still embedded in everybody's fabric of their lives. You
0: know yeah, I mean? right. So, but we're stealing it. Though.
3: Well, we're stealing it. We're not making it. Nearly, musicians and songwriters are not nearly making enough money right. from it. So the whole model has changed. But. They yeah. still come to see live music. People still want to buy a CD or a T-shirt at a right. show. There's so still got, avenues to make money. So you got
0: to get it on the radio for the marketing. When people, purposes, if right? people right, like right. it, they will come. Yeah,
3: you know that's just one of the things. It's, you know, just it's got to be good. It's got to be good on the record. It's got to be good when you show up live. You can't show up half-assed. When you, you know, right? So you're trying to just get it. So we're at a high level. So when people come. You know, we play a place, 50 people show up. Next time we play that place, maybe 250 people show up. Next time, maybe 500. You know, then that's, that's kind of the plan. But that's starting from scratch, and it's so, pretty tough.
0: people used to hire radio promotion guys to get the song on the radio so people would go hear the song on the radio and then buy the record. Correct. And that's where the money was. Correct.
3: Now it's about streaming or downloads. Right.
0: So what is a radio promotion guy earning his money doing? Just getting a song on the radio so people know your name. It's just Correct. name recognition.
3: Right. Branding. It's more branding, branding. than anything. Right. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: And you have to go out and do appearances, and you go to radio stations still and do all that sort of got to, thing? When I
3: leave here, I've got to go home and do a bunch of station IDs. Ah, That's my okay. job today. What do you have to say? My name's John Papa Grove from New Orleans. You can listen to uh, blah, 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 KX32, you know, in, right. in do know, Cincinnati, do that? Ohio. And, and What are you doing that on, on your home? I have a little recording studio at home, so I can okay. do, it, do it pretty decent at home, but if I was on the road and had to do it, I could do it on my iPhone.
0: Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's a whole new world. So well. We're looking forward to hearing what goes on. So we get to hear the record on the radio, I guess on OZ will play it here for OZ's sure. OZ's been playing
3: it for the last two weeks, right. which has been great. You know, a lot of great friends over there, very supportive and helpful. And then um, I got an email, that I haven't even checked it out, but there's about 10 stations across the country that really started putting in a medium rotation in
0: their, their stations okay. this, this week. So. so you got an email, and you didn't actually look at it. No, see I came from where going. to come
3: straight. I, I, got, I got to say, you need to get to, uh, down to uh, the Wayfair right away. I was like, I'm on my way.
0: Okay. As long as much time as I had today. Well, you can check your email right now. I'd love to know. Have a look. Uh, well, let's, let's see. Look. Let's, let's see, see how let's many see. stations are playing. Let's see what we got going on here. Rivers on fire. Yeah. This is a. It is kind breaking of news.
3: It is breaking news. I really don't know. I'm well,
0: let's hope it's good news. Otherwise, we're going to have to console you. Okay, what are we going <laughs> to say if it's not good? Okay. Ah, who cares in, about radio? All right, we've right? been
3: added in Williamsburg, Virginia, Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Okay. We're playing in Minneapolis, Tampa, Boulder, Colorado, Forest Grove, Oregon, Melbourne, Florida, Homer, I guess, uh, Alaska, and Paonia, Colorado. We're in a regular rotation Fresno, California. And I guess there's an internet radio station, Radio Free America, Americana.
0: Well, i got to say congratulations, yeah, wouldn't you, on absolutely. that? I mean, that's pretty good for day one. That's a... Uh, nice job. That's the first week. The yep. first week you've been added to, like, 20, 30 stations. Is right? And I'm number
3: 268, 268 on the Americana radio charts right now.
0: <laughs> okay. Hopefully that changes. So you come <laughs> in at, <laughs> It goes up. I'm coming at 268. <laughs> yep. Okay, so that's pretty impressive actually to be added to all those stations. That's in for the first brand new record. That's like Absolutely. the first five, six yeah. days. So. Well, congratulations. Thank you. So that guy just earned us a uh, couple of thousand bucks there. Right. Yeah. Record <laughs> plugger guy. Right. How cool. Hey, listen, talking about commercial messages, I have to just tell you about Uber. Do you know about Uber, you guys? I do. Do you have the Uber app? I don't. You I don't? do. Oh, God. I've just learned about it and I've butchered Do you have, have the app? I have the app, and
3: I've done it twice and I've butchered it both times. How
0: could you fuck up Uber? You just pushed the Well, I
3: pushed s- it. I know. I didn't know I booked him, ah. and I canceled it. And I booked him again. And I canceled ah. him and booked him again. I canceled him, and he called he was like, "Do you want me to come and get you or what?" <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, I'm sorry. I just don't know what I'm doing." Okay. So he showed up, and t- everything was great. Did after you that. figure it out?
0: Not really. I don't know. I still don't know what I'm doing. But it was gr- it was a great service. I can tell you that. Well, here, Mark, you don't have the app, so this is what you can do. This is great for you because I hardly ever meet anybody who doesn't have the app. If you download the Uber app, either you you have an iPhone or Android i got it right here. Yep. Okay, so go to the App Store, you download the Uber app, and it'll say, like, uh, there's a promotion section. Do you have a promo code? If you tell them that your promo code is Happy Alan Nola, then you'll get a free ride for 20 bucks value. Oh, look at that. Right there. Yeah. And John can show you how to do it. So that's it. So if you download the app, if you if you don't know what Uber is, then I go actually be living under a rock. But it's a, it's a ride sharing service. <laughs> oh, I, I have the app. You've already got it. Look okay. At that. So right. I don't know whether you can do. I've this never or not. used it, but you've sure. never used it. Well, you could delete it and download it again if
2: you've never used it. I don't get that fucked up anymore.
0: <laughs> you don't have to get though, fucked up to take it? Uber.
2: He's the
3: one drinking the beer too right now. I
1: know. Taking shots. You <laughs> might be getting
3: <laughs>
2: Uber out of here. We have Happy's <laughs> running club tonight, so I have to feel a little good before the run. Ah, you gotta have a few beers before. Happy's yeah, bar. I yeah, we, do. we start there, we end there. Okay. Two for one beer after. John,
1: you didn't realize like we signed up for it by being on the show today. We have to go do that. Yeah.
2: The yeah.
0: right. Here we go. <laughs> When's the last time you went for a, how long is it?
2: Hey, it was 50 people at that bar. We'll have 100 to 150 people at this at, bar. At, so you okay. can come in and you can promote your stuff. There you go. For free. Perfect.
0: Good thinking. When's the last time you went for a run, Lori? This morning, actually. How far did I you run, run at
1: the NOAC every day. I ran three miles this morning.
0: That's a long way. Yeah. How often do you do that?
1: I run... I try to run every single day, to be honest with you. I have plantar Man. fasciitis in my left foot, though, so... Right. That's that, a I'm good name prenu- for you. I'm probably pronouncing That's a good name that for John's
0: <laughs> new, next album. Right. Yeah, plantar fasciitis <laughs> in my left foot. And, that, and how do you get rid of that? You run?
1: Well, no, you're not... So, like, it's... You're not so well, they don't say don't run, but you have to like you're supposed to ice your foot, roll the foot out. You should never wear anything but tennis shoes, which is why I'm wearing tennis shoes with this dress. I can't wear like heels or anything cute anymore. If I do then I just I literally look like a baby giraffe. (laughs) <laughs> like That's stumbling cute. Around maybe giraffes cute. Are nice. Uh, yeah, maybe. So, but you're a bartender,
0: right? So you're on your feet all, all the time. All the time, yeah. You're the bartender at the Ace.
1: Yeah, so the Ace yeah. Lobby Bar. So yeah. we have three bars there. I'm at the Lobby Bar.
0: The Ace is the hippest place in New Orleans.
1: It, I think it is pretty hip. So apparently. I, I love it.
0: How did you get hired there? Do you have to be a certain hip? Well,
1: party? to be honest with you, they... Shallow they, vagina. Yes, <laughs> <fine. exactly. laughs> That was they on my it. resume. Okay. <laughs> No, they actually—they're—they're they're an amazing company. I mean, I have to say, I've worked a lot of service industry jobs in New Orleans, everything from independent contractor to management, and um, the Ace Hotel is very different. Um, They—you feel like they're from the Pacific Northwest, which they are. The way they treat their employees—I uh, that? Well, the Pacific Northwest, or the way they treat oh, their wow. employees. <laughs>
0: Start with the way they treat their employees. Well, like, for instance,
1: I am a bartender. I work full-time, and I have health insurance not only for myself, but for my partner, who I'm not married to, and my son. That's good. And I have paid time off, which is insane. Okay, so
0: now we've figured it out. I've never heard of that. Yeah, it's insane. Well, that's why Andy is still with you. (laughs) Exactly, that is. We know it's
1: Humana. (laughs) It's not just your ass, it's Humana. (laughs) It is Humana. Um, But they do a really rigorous uh, interview process, like you... When I was interviewed for Ace, I was interviewed by seven different people because they really want to learn who you are as an individual and whether or not they, l- they like you as an individual because they don't try to change you at all. Like, once they like you and they feel like you have the, the type of attitude or at least, you know... You can do the job <laughs> to some respect. Then when you come in, they just say, you know, be yourself, be who you are. Like we we don't have a manual that says like you have to treat every guest this way. We don't have a uniform. There are, are a lot of things that make it very different. So I know a lot of people come up across and say, oh, it's hipster central or it's. You know, which makes me feel good because I'm 37 years old. And personally, you want to call me a hipster, I will take it. You want to cat call me, please. 37, okay. you, anyone? Like be, you like being <laughs> yes. cat
0: called? Really? Most women object to that, apparently. No,
1: well, wait till they're 37 and they and got then, crow's feet yeah. and, pla- and
0: plantar fasciitis. <laughs> on exactly. their left and they're, and
1: they're, they can't wear high heels anymore. Right. Then, then you're just begging. I just walk past construction zones to feel better about just myself. hoping for someone
0: to, right. to
2: cat call you. Absolutely. Okay. There, well, there's a bunch of yuppies that say it's a hipster place, and the yuppies are still there.
1: Yeah, I mean, it it really is a wonderful place, though. I've never worked a job where I've cared as much for my fellow employees as I do at this job. I really do love them.
0: What was it called before it was the Ace?
1: No, it wasn't anything for a really long time. The building was closed. Where, Where is it? It is at 600 Carondelet Street. And it was actually originally um, a furniture store years and years and years ago. And it was one of the first ones that utilized the actual showroom idea for furniture stores. And then it closed for quite some time. And before Katrina, it was used for office space. And then I believe it closed uh, in 2004 and was not utilized until Ace kind of came in and redid it.
0: So where is it? Carondelet and what?
1: It's at Carondelet, one block off of Poitier Street and it's on the very, uptown side. yep on the uptown side very close to the Rouse's, very close to mm-hmm. all the the it, what they're calling now i call it the cbd cuz i'm old school but it's called the south market district now oh that is i never North heard that it is wow. it is okay. it is south market district and, in, and that area really is blowing up it's insane Where's they have the a market? lot the market Um, (laughs) Rouse is the the market market. (laughs) I guess I've never
0: really thought about that there's like a development down there called South Market absolutely and so
1: they have a lot of really they have a lot of really cool new places in fact another place that just opened around the corner um right next to Willow Jean's is a, a new restaurant that does sandwiches called Part and Parcel. And they're really great people. They've been doing their pop-up. My partner is an owner and manager of the Voodoo Lounge in the French Quarter. This and is Andy. Been, Andy, yes. Okay. And they've been doing their pop-up out on Rampart Street in the midst of that disaster. If you guys have been down there, it's yes. been a mess. Yeah. Um, you know, selling their sandwiches, working really hard to get their brick and mortar. And they just recently opened in the last two weeks. And so mm. it's a really lovely place, too. I ha- always have to give them a shout out. Part and Parcel. Part and Parcel. And what's really? Sandwich?
0: Have you had there that you like?
1: Oh man, I've had them all, to be honest with you. Um, But I really like there's one called the Kevin, which is basically like a fancy grilled cheese, but not fancy, bougie, like fancy, like really, like quality ingredients. Um, there's another one that's uh, I don't know the name of it, but it has meatballs on it. That's the one that I hadn't had. It's probably it's the meatball sandwich. Might be called the meatball.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: You know, maybe so. I don't know. I don't
0: know. Maybe if it's called the other one's called Kevin. Maybe I don't
1: know. <laughs> it might be called Jennifer. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. Might, something but like that. One's re- all of them okay. are very good, though. Yeah. So
0: it's, we shouldn't feel intimidated to go into the Ace if we're not hipsters, like. Absolutely know. not. You probably get away with it, I think, Mark. He's been, been there. I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you recognize him from there?
1: No, but I might have served him a cocktail. You know, I worked mostly day I really love the day shift because I get a lot of the... uh, Alcoholics. Yes, and the lawyers, which are also alcoholics. Ah, (laughs) (laughs) Who's drinking
0: in the daytime down... I mean, it is New Orleans after all, but who's drinking in the daytime in the lobby of a hotel? you know, a lot
1: of people that are staying at the hotel, what I love to do is because I'm from here and I really do love New Orleans, um, I love to be like, hey, how long are you in town? What do you want to do? What are you into? And then I kind of give them a list. And then they usually come back the next day and tell me what they've done. And then we say, okay, well, what do you want to do next? And So that's what I love to do is to tell people. I like to boss people around Look
4: and
0: get paid theater. to do it. Yeah. Nice. But how many people are drinking during the day in the- Quite lobby a few, a
1: quite a few. I mean, honestly, like it, it, it's it's pretty surprising. And I mean, just look at the Monteleon, look at the Carousel Lounge. You can almost never get a seat at that bar. During, I don't care what time I don't you go there going.
0: during the day. Is that right? Oh,
1: yeah. It opens at 11 a.m. and you show up at 1130 and it's still hard to get a seat at the Carousel Lounge, you know. So hopefully one day but these lobby are, bars but like but that. But
0: they're tourists, right?
1: Well, the good thing about Ace, well, I shouldn't say the good thing, that kind of has a negative connotation, but I would say that's half and half. I get a lot of locals that oh, come into great. the Ace because no, it is, the location of it, like I said, it's a lot, by a lot of the law firms, a lot of the downtown businesses. So people are working in their offices. We do serve food there. So they'll come over and have lunch or they'll come over and have a beer. We have an amazing happy hour from three to six, $4 draft beers, $5 glasses of wine. We do a $5 cocktail every day and it's like something really fancy. So Okay,
0: this is yeah. sounding pretty good. What about music? Is there music over there? Yeah, we- there music can we put John on the piano absolutely there?
1: you should get in touch with them over there because there's music constantly they have a piano in the lobby and anybody who can play it I always say please play the piano which is awesome and some of my
0: and they you know, fly me to the moon
1: I will tip you in booze <laughs> and then um, also they have a event like not really an event space but opening into the lobby is a separate area called three keys where they have it they can close the doors and it can be private up to 150 people but they can also open the doors where it opens into the lobby and they have music there almost every night and everything that you can imagine so in most of the shows I would say 95% of the shows are free so it's really, yeah, really, great. really nice. They try to get a lot of local musicians in there. You put, so you should definitely...
0: Because mm-hmm. I can say, you put a band like your band, like, you know, like John Groth band, the place would be packed out. I mean... Absolutely. We would hope so. But I, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> do they want it to be packed out? like? No, they family? do. So they, and I mean, it's, it's almost... I you want it to be sort of... It's almost
1: annoying at times, like, <laughs> because I, I love, like, I would have to say that the Ace Hotel is one of the few jobs that I've had that I actually go there a lot when I'm not working. I've actually stayed at the hotel. Um... I enjoy it that much that I will go to my workplace when I'm not working. And sometimes I personally get annoyed because it's so crowded. And I'm just like, man, I just wanted to come in and have a drink and relax. And there's so many people having fun, which, you know, obviously I shouldn't be annoyed (laughs) with. (laughs) But (laughs) when I'm I'm drunk, I think the world revolves around me. Anybody else guilty of that? How many drinks have
0: you had today? (laughs)
1: One and a half. Well, actually, no, I started drinking at 10 a.m. Because nice, okay. we did a training at the bar today. So we do, uh, you know, we almost <laughs> continuing education, honestly, for our partners You're bartenders.
0: the kind of person we need to hang around more. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, so I actually Sorry. have a picture. Wait, I'll show you guys a picture
0: okay. of all the cocktails While we have. While you're imbibed. finding that, I'm going to tell you about <laughs> Basic Swim and Gym. You know about Basic Swim and Gym? Where you can get a full range of fashion swimsuits, workout, and yoga clothes with style. You should know about this, Mike. <laughs> Where's that at? It's on Magazine Street right across the street from Basic Underneath the lingerie store. Oh, I'll bring my girl. will bring my girlfriend. Yeah, check it out. You can also get bikinis, one piece cover ups. Hey, do you have a cover up? Morning, Laura, do you have a cover up?
1: I don't ever use a cover up. You can
0: get one at Basic <laughs> Swim <and> Gym. <laughs> what is
3: that all that's, that's what she was drinking at ten o'clock. That was breakfast. Oh yeah, look God. at
0: all those cocktails. You're on a roll. What is? You drank all those cocktails. Well, we I tried it's like them a all.
1: <laughs> that's actually a Martinez. Um, we were doing vodka and gin cocktails this morning. So of those, I would have to say. Um, my favorite was we did a uh, gin gimlet, which was quite delicious. When you
0: say we do them, what does it mean? You're well, learning how um, to make them? Were we're, you teaching people? Well,
1: them? actually, yeah, we're going over them, um, trying different spirits, we did a blind tasting. So it was really interesting. We They took, you know, five vodkas that we serve, and they had us taste them and write notes on them and rate them as to which were our favorite. And they did the same thing with gin so that we could really, you know, because so many of us are by brands. We think, oh, this is what I always like. But you're not really sure until you start to really taste them, you know, at 10 o'clock in the morning.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So what's the best vodka that you tried today?
1: You know, I'm going to be completely honest with you. The funniest thing is unanimously, and there was 15 people of us in this tasting, the vodka we liked the best was the Svedka, which is our well vodka, which is $6 at our bar.
0: That's worth knowing. Svedka. I've never heard of it. I'm probably
1: going to break the hearts of a lot of ladies out there and some men too but our least favorite as a group was Cheetos. and I know that that's a very Ooh. unpopular thing to say and mm. now I probably have an X on me
0: Cheetos is the one that people order the most
1: oh absolutely people are just really? they've bought into it and, and it's interesting because mm. it's won a bunch of awards but as a group as a blind tasting I highly suggest people try it because I was surprised that I Svedka. didn't care for, how do
0: we spell Svedka
1: S-V-E-D-K-A that's
0: how I spelled it I should get a prize mm-hmm. for that right absolutely Svedka vodka I've never heard of Svedka is vodka is that Czech <laughs> Is it a chick Or a check? or is it Russian? Oh,
1: um, Svedka is actually Swedish. Yeah.
0: Swedish, Swedish, oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you, so you drink, Mark, even though you're a workout guy, so you can burn off all these calories, no problem. Yeah.
2: That's why I work out.
0: That's why you do it. <laughs> so, how much of a workout do you do a day? What do you actually do? What do you, if, you, if people ask you what you do, what do you tell them?
2: For a living? Yeah. I work out all day. Just work out all day? Basically.
0: <laughs> but that's what you tell people? I mean, you own a gym.
2: Yeah, I own, you know, two studios. One's in South Market District now, um, like a half a block from Part and Parcel. Exactly. Hip. So you can
1: eat your sandwich and then go work it off.
2: And it's called higher power. Yes. Now, higher power
0: technically means, I think technically, I mean... (laughs) Usually people refer to Make that as joke. like God or something, right? I already made so the joke. Yeah. Oh, you made the joke? Did <laughs> I, I miss I, that?
1: I asked him earlier at the bar. I said, "So, do you get a membership to AA when you join?" Right, <laughs> you give, up,
0: give it over to a higher power. Why so did yeah. you call it?
2: Um, because in yoga, it's a lot of times somebody's you know sanctuary when they go to yoga. So, you know, it has nothing to do with God, um, but that could be your spiritual time for yourself. Also, since we do cycling as well. Um, the more power that you output, the higher that power, the better the cyclist that you are. And then we also feel that everybody can be a higher power to the community by giving back. And we do a lot of philanthropic stuff as well.
0: Okay. So that makes a bit of sense. What do you think, John? You're enjoying I'll, it? I like it. Okay. I like it. So what do you do there? Other than I mean, you, you, can, just, you can go to a regular gym or it has different stuff in it?
2: Um, so we're all classes. It's what they call a boutique studio. Um, you pay. You can pay a la carte, like per class. You can pay for a five pack, ten pack. You can buy a membership, um, but you get specialized teachers. It's not like going to a big box gym and just going in there and, you know, sometimes getting a half-ass teacher or you know sometimes just going and do it yourself and you don't motivate yourself or push yourself, and also bringing the mindfulness into it where it's not just push and go and stuff like that, but bringing something that's a little bit more um that you get whole mind body experience did
0: you dream this up this program
2: um yes me a business partner and just it's grown you know and evolved since we started it and uh
0: but did you add the mindfulness aspect to exercise yes
2: the the mindfulness was mostly me because i'm the yogi Uh, my business partner is a cyclist um i am a former triathlete as well and cyclist but um you know people need more than just the physical aspect of uh
0: well what does the spiritual what is the spiritual part of it
2: well it doesn't really have to be spiritual; it just has to mean something to you you know when you walk in there, um, you know you could be having the worst fucking day of your life, and the instructor could say one or two things and like totally change your outlook on what's going on so you know it, I think uh you know besides doing that, we also build a community so like you know a lot of Other fitness places, they don't want you being like friends with the community they were with. At our Mid City Studio, we, uh, I mean, we have a thousand square foot lobby where we have couches and tables and stuff, and people just sit there and do work or they hang out after. And at the gym, and this is higher,
0: so there's two higher powers. Yes, there's one
2: Mid City Mm next to Mofo, and then in the Beacon. In South Market District, South market? Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, which is a new complex over there. We're the first retail inside this new building. Ah, okay. You know, we open up to Rampart. We're like Rampart and Gerard.
0: So who goes there? People in the Maroney? Um, or the people drive there in It's
2: Kind of everywhere. I mean, so downtown is, I mean, Mid-City is more local. You know, Lakeview, Metairie, Mid-City, Gentilly area. Um, and some from, like, Uptown as well. But uh, downtown, uh, a lot of people that live down there now, that work down there, um, you know, tons of commuters. You know, they can go there before or after. We have three nice showers, and we pay a lot of fucking rent. so (laughs) It's pretty expensive
0: everywhere around New Orleans now. Yeah. Yeah, so you got to get some people in there. Right. Okay, so what is the deal with, I mean, this is something you must know something about if you're into the sort of not-just-physical side of it. How do someone like us, like, how do you get motivated to go? That's my biggest problem. Don't you find, John? Well, I, I mean, I
3: like to walk. I'm not a runner, but I love to walk. But when it gets to summertime and it's right. 8 o'clock in the morning and it's already feeling like 95 to 100 degrees outside, I just don't do it. So so i wait till October and I'll start walking again. But like,
0: So but you've got I, a very short window for exercise in New Orleans. Well, I that. go from
3: October yeah. till about May. Okay. <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> not
0: bad.
3: Uh, but festival then, season. Festival <laughs> season. You're like a reverse pair. I mean, I don't really walk. I mean, I walk for help, but it's more mental health than anything. Absolutely, I mean, what it gives me is just clears my head. Think all my thoughts at the beginning of the day, kind of set my day in motion, and then I sleep so much better. Uh, and then how I,
0: far do you walk? Like twenty two, miles? Two miles? That's all. That's all you need to do. And you yeah. clear your two miles will clear your head and give it you. It takes me 35,
3: 40 minutes. I listen to tunes when I'm doing it. Uh, it it's just great. And then uh, another thing I've been doing the last three or four years is uh, been having vocal coaching. And then part of that is learning yoga breathing as part of that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I'm not into yoga or anything, but like I understand how the breathing thing and everything that he's saying all makes sense.
0: Trying to get something out of the plastic bag. What's in it? A card. Thanks. Higher power, first class. Free. <laughs> free. we no. oh, the yeah. word free on it. Okay, we're definitely going yeah. to that. Thanks, Mark. What is this?
1: Look at this. Find your high. Right.
0: <laughs> I'm
1: sold. So it,
0: what kind of drugs are you doing normally? Well, no. Then, uh, the,
1: the thing is that's great is this is so close to the ace. You guys could go work out, yeah. then pick up a sandwich, and then come have then a go cocktail. To my gig. Then go to my gig. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then go to your gig. <laughs> See? So it's like a, it's a, okay. it's like a threefer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it's all on the same plot. I like this. Like I said, it says higher power cycle yoga. So it's a cycle-based
2: so we have two studios: yeah. uh, cycling in one, and then yoga and TRX in the other studio.
0: Okay. So there's no like weights and all this stuff in your gym. That's so
2: TRX is more like body weight type stuff. Um, there are a little bit of weights, but it's not like uh, it's not like a big gym where you're like people are throwing bars around and stuff like okay. that. Okay. Yeah.
0: So I can just go there one time. I don't have to buy a whole package. I can just do. our I got as You say. Okay. I'm going to try it out. John, I'm going if you go. We'll go.
2: Let's do it. Lori's going to go. In. I know she's going for Let's sure. If anything, there's a lot of girls in tight spandex, Lululemon. 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 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so if
0: I'm a girl, can I get a deal on Lululemon there as well, seeing so you're the ambassador for so we, we do
2: have So uh, we do have some apparel there that we sell that says find your high on it. Um, but, uh, yes, go to Lululemon. Just tell them my name. Mention I don't know if name. you'll get anything for it, <laughs> but...
0: This is what, listen. I got a couple of things to bring up here. Do we have time for another song, John? Do you think? Yes, we yeah, do. Yeah, we should do number ten. I, number ten. Yeah, cocaine and chicken fricassee.
3: Well, that's a great <laughs> combo. <comment>. Now, <that laughs> now that we're talking about yoga and health and all that, yeah. we should go straight <laughs> to the gutter. There's nothing I like better than that's chicken fricassee. That's what I'm fricassee.
0: having for dinner. Right. Which one? <laughs> that's <laughs> your both. Okay. Cocaine chicken. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and chicken fricassee. Chicken fricassee. Yeah. That's yeah. a yeah. funny combination. Can we? Can <laughs> we do that, Chris? Yeah. Okay. You want to well, talk about it now? Let's talk about the cocaine first, and then the chicken fricassee after.
3: Well, you know, we played a lot of Monday nights. And uh, down at the Maple Leaf, and you get everybody and anybody showing up from the tourists to the neighborhoods to the addicts and the drug dealers, and they're all there. And uh, pretty much, you know, when when the, and I'm kind of the same way when I when I'm getting tore up drinking, I just drink. I don't, you know, particularly particularly in chicken fricassee, but not the other stuff. Uh, <laughs> okay. But, you know, people get, like, beyond their their control, and they just want to get excited about things, you know? So there was a particular Monday night uh, towards the end of Papa Groves' front run, and had some friends flew into town just to come see us play one more time. Uh, So we do our show. I'm sitting at the bar with them, and one of the uh, known guys uh, comes running up to me, and I'm, like, sitting with my friends... And he comes to me goes in the right in the back of my head and on my ear and go <laughs> and I'm like huh and he goes he comes over there <laughs> I'm like dude just get away from me not tonight I can't deal with it can't deal with this tonight I got friends no way and I was I just went off dude get your fucking cocaine head on my fucking <laughs> face get away from me and he just stormed off Came back in like, you don't know who the fuck I am. You don't know what I do. Man, all I want to do was offer you some chicken fricassee. <laughs> There's a song right there. Okay.
5: Run, run, get your gun. Stone Cold Junkie ain't never done. Got nowhere to go and nowhere to be. All night, cocaine and chicken fricassee. shot Train Devil's Serving Shooting Out Your Brain Like A Stick In The Grass Around The Apple Tree The Trouble's Tempting But It Comes In Threes I Say No Never done. Got nowhere to go, nowhere to be. All that right. cocaine and chicken fricassee. Come on, come on. Come on, come on. Come on, come on. Come on here. Come on, come on. Come on, come on. Come on, come on. Come on here.
0: It's got the real New Orleans. This is like a real old school New Orleans. It's Neville Brothers. It's
3: Meters, Neville Brothers, yeah. Dr. John, all of that rolled into it. Yep.
0: Nice guy. John, John Papa Crow off the new album, Rivers on Fire. The cocaine Out chicken now. fricassee chicken fric- chicken fric- sea song. And we can steal that music right now off the internet if we want to, right? It's on Spotify and everything? No, not yet. It'll be on Friday. Yeah, by the time people listen to this... It, it'll be up. It'll be up. Yes, it will. Yeah. That is great. Boy, it's really good to hear that. You don't hear people making stuff like this anymore. I'm hoping. Deep, I'm hoping that's like... You know old-fashioned New Orleans Well, for funk. me,
3: it's like, um, you know, so that's, I'm a generation or two younger than that, that generation of New Orleans right. music. And when I look at the generations below me, the younger kids, it's more coming from the hip-hop influence and the church influence right which is not necessarily the influence that came from what music I was to so I kind of feel like I'm, I'm the bridge in the gap you know to make that
0: it's really cool you can just about f- feel that you're at tips or jazz fest or I hope so I mean something right when you hear yeah. that man yep. that is interesting to hear that stuff great
2: have you met my girl Robin Barnes yes I have she's having her first I think release uh, this Saturday
0: she's an amazing singer yeah is she a friend of yours or a friend of mine she's not the woman you're dating no. No, that's a different person. She's engaged. She is. Yeah. I saw that on Facebook or something.
1: Well, we all know that that sometimes falls through. Right.
0: Touche. I've got to tell you one thing about Hangover Destroyer. Do you guys know about Hangover Destroyer? It's the only all-natural product medically proven to prevent a hangover. If you go to the Hangover Destroyer website, hdestroyer.com, and you write happy hour, in the coupon code, you'll get 30% off of Hangover Destroyer, and you too can seize the dawn, and that could be good for you. Absolutely. Laura, because you're in the bartender business. Before we go, I did find this thing on the internet because I did like a three minutes research, and I, I, I found you a blog called S- Sluts Unlimited?
1: Yes, <laughs> slutsunlimited.me.
0: .me. Slutsunlimited.me. Yes. And what made you, it's actually not too slutty at all, it doesn't no. have anything about the shallow. Vagina. Well, it does. I mean, if you start at the beginning, oh. it, it
1: it starts from the beginning of me um, deciding to have my son, um, and I always just like the the moniker "slut's unlimited" because I feel like it's reclaiming the word. You know, for slut. a lot of my life, people have called me a slut.
4: Is that
0: right? <laughs> yeah. What sort of people?
1: Uh, pretty much everyone.
0: Um, <laughs> what does it mean? You like to fuck guys? Yeah, I, I, think
1: it, I think that's what it is. There's you nothing know. wrong with no, that. No, absolutely. Like, and that's the I, thing.
0: I applaud you for I taking the I think that you back. should be
1: unlimited in your options of what you do. Right. You know, And so when I had started originally, I had chosen Sluts Unlimited before I decided to have a child. And it was funny because it became the the name of my blog, I had registered that name a long time ago, and friends were always like, oh, now you write about your son, maybe it shouldn't be Sluts Unlimited, maybe you should call it, you know, something else, I'm like, like what, Slutty Mom?
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so that's good, too, actually. Yeah, I is actually that taken?
1: I think if I put that, it comes up something very different on the Internet, to be honest. Yeah, that's me. what
4: surprised me,
0: what Sluts Unlimited, actually. The writing is actually really good and really interesting. Thank
1: you so much. I was
0: expecting more of the sort of, you know... Smut. Slu- yeah. Well, that's what I thought from the name.
1: Right. Well, it's funny because friends that, that love me and love my blog are like, I always feel bad when I'm on my work computer at school and I have to type in your, you know, your, your address because I'm afraid, like, no, I'm on a list somewhere, you know? <laughs> but, what um,
0: sort of list?
1: well, you know, they kind of flag stuff like that when you put, you know, it's, who does, I think they, <laughs> they? I think you're being a
0: little paranoid <laughs> yeah. there. I don't think there's any list of, no, po- actually there are, a, well, no, here. no, no, there
1: are. If you work in certain businesses, when I, oh, when no, I worked right. in an office, there are certain websites you just can't access. You worked you know? in an office. I did. What did you do? I, for seven years I did disaster planning and recovery consulting. So Wow. Who
0: who for? Like the Shaw Group or something? I did it,
1: uh, it was for a small independent contracting company. um, And it was very lucrative. It was also extremely depressing, you know. Disaster
0: planning, I don't see why that would be depressing. (laughs) 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 Now I do disaster planning planning in a completely different way as a bartender. It's
1: much smaller disasters, (laughs) it's personal (laughs) disasters.
0: Hands (laughs) on. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Do you have to listen to a lot of people complaining at the bar?
1: No, actually...
0: You're not that kind of a bar where they're crying of the be, right? Well,
1: no, I and I've worked at bars, and I've been that person that comes at the bar <laughs> over things, so I, I have empathy for that. But for the most part, you know, most people are usually in a pretty good mood, so I take it all, though, whatever it is.
0: And so we can go and read. You guys might want to read this blog, slots Unlimited. It's actually very interesting. I, I, like, I read the one about going to a medium. I read a couple of them, actually, but this was pretty oh, good. thank you. This is what it said. It said, I went to see a medium, and, she, and this is what Laurie wrote. I wondered if any of my relatives would bitch at me for choosing to cremate them and keeping all their ashes in my closet. In my defense, it's a beautiful walk-in closet. <laughs>
1: but I do That's have all cool. of their ashes in my closet.
0: So you made a single-handed decision to cremate people.
1: I did. You know, my mother was very Catholic and and she did not...
0: Might, she well, Did she say anything at the media? That's a good well, question.
1: Well, no. My, yeah, they all came through. It was pretty intense, to be honest with you. Um, uh, but I think that... <laughs> I was worried about the cremation more than anything, but I found that when I went to this medium, who was amazing, if anybody needs a medium, I have a contact for you, um, that it was really well, interesting. Well, we're not
0: psychic. Who is it?
1: Well... <laughs> <laughs> I have to pull the card out because I don't. Remember I don't remember
0: her name. Her name. No. Oh, okay, well we'll put a link to it on our side. Yeah, okay. but
1: she was fantastic, and it was interesting because all the people who came through, they were all of, like still dealing with the shit that was going on when they died, and it really was talk about higher power, right? It really tells you like, you gotta let shit go because like like right now, like what are the things I'm worried about? Like, am I a good mom? I have cellulite. I need to run more. Like, these are the things that run through my mind. You know, like, I owe a lot of money. I owe a lot of money in debt, guys. So if anybody needs any favors. We don't think anything (laughs) less of you. But, like, if I were to die right now, I'm afraid, like, my ghost would be, like, caught in this constant web of being, like... This is what I'm worried about. And so, so are you
0: suggesting that after we die, this is the, what you learned from the, from the yeah, meeting, like that your s- family are still obsessed with the problems they had on Earth? Because that would be very depressing. Yes,
1: and that's why I was super depressed afterwards. I was super depressed. I went into like this existential crisis mode where I was like, holy shit, is this what. Fucking happens after you die, you're just fucking stuck in this, Excuse me. In this
3: like a record of songs right <laughs> there. You write songs all day long. Where like you're that. just
1: like, you're worried about the stuff that doesn't even matter. Like, my my dead relatives were just like bitching about shit that literally doesn't even matter to me. And it was very personal, so I mean, I have to what, say.
0: wasn't stuff the psychic or the medium could have no, looked no, up no. on the internet. No, no. No,
1: not at all. I was very interested okay. in that, because I do have a lot of stuff on the internet, but it was some really very detailed stuff. Um, and so this so, is
0: all true. Then this person is communicating with
1: she is definitely sensing some kind of energy and getting something because there were things that like i said like i'm a very skeptical person i really am could
0: she be reading your mind and you're still worrying about all this crap on behalf of
1: fuck no like
0: (laughs) excuse my language no but there were things
1: that she brought up that i hadn't even thought of that i'm just like and i even said to her i was like can you just tell them not to worry about this anymore she's like well you know she's very religious honestly and she's like well you can pray for them and i'm thinking in my mind like well they're fucked because i'm
0: not gonna Be able to so do the all. whole of the afterlife <laughs> is filled with people worrying, worrying about, about shit.
1: So the rule of this is, this is what we can learn about now. this is you go to higher power, you take some yoga, you learn how to let things go, you learn how to only focus your energy on the shit that really matters, and know that at the end of the day, it's all kind of just a joke. We're only here for a limited amount of time. We should enjoy our lives.
2: Your medium uh, wasn't African-American with dreadlocks and named after a cushion?
1: No, she was not she was not I will give it
0: <laughs> I want to have
2: <laughs> a stab John <laughs> is
1: this
2: like- Identif- I, don't
1: I
6: think that's is it-
0: probably a good place to leave it <laughs> yeah there we go just it's not, everything's just a joke and it's not worth taking anything seriously it
1: isn't it really I isn't sure the, it you is. gotta love
2: everybody okay. and no, the- that, was a, that was a ghost reference if you didn't get it I got it ditto oh that was from the movie ghost yeah, oh yeah right and oh. that's our cushion what was that whoopee
0: there you go <laughs> Hey, you guys. Thanks for being here. For
2: Thank, a day day. Day. Thank, Thank you. John, we didn't
0: even get on to talking about the reason that no one's ever heard you on Happy Hour before. Oh, right. <laughs> <You> did, we <laughs> Sorry, did a whole John. show with John once before, and we had to can the whole thing because hey, we had technical problems. <laughs> oh. So,
4: well, this is exciting, man. Yes. So we're
0: working fine. This is going to make it? Let's hope. <laughs> Keep my your deb- fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah. I still have my debut. Yeah, yeah this is still your debut on Happy Hour. Great. Thank you so much, Papa John, John Papa Grove, for joining us. And uh, the new album is called Rivers on Fire. It's available wherever good music is streamed or stolen or on the, your website, I assume, which yes. is a link to on our website. It's neworleans.com. Thanks, too, to Mark Berger for being here. Oh, thank you. You can find Mark Berger, a link to him on our website, or go to Higher Power. Check that out. It's uh, a place where you can cycle and yoga and feel better about yourself. And look how good you can look as well. Absolutely. And Laurie Tipton, thank you for joining us. We can find you at the, in the lobby at the Ace Hotel. <laughs> Absolutely. Or uh, on Sluts Unlimited... Thanks, everybody. That's our show, which today has been produced by Alison Moon and Graham DePonte. Our technical producer is Chris Kehoe, and our music director is Christian Unruh. Our pseudo-intern is Asher Griffith, who's done an awesome job of putting this on Facebook Live today. Thank you, pseudo-intern. Nice job. (laughs) Our theme music was written by and is currently being played by Mitch Foreman. If you'd like to be on our show, drop us a line. Our address is on our website, where We can check out many other hours of happy hour, plus some other shows we make here. Out to lunch with Peter Oshidi, live from Commander's Palace. True to the game with the very funny Chris True. Midnight menu plus one with Margot Moss and the man who ate New Orleans. Ray Canard, Louisiana Eats with Poppy Tooker. Milo's music power with Kim Vu and the podcast about death. or Death, the podcast. With psychologist Dr. Arian Alfat. Questions from the waiting room with psychiatrist Nick Pajik. And the weirdest podcast you've ever heard, Psych Ward with Dr. Ross. Check them all out on itsnewalms.com. You can also find other great Louisiana podcasts at itsacadiana.com and also itsbatonrouge.la. You can keep up with us on Facebook and on Twitter and a bunch of other times like your social media as well. And all of it we call It's New Orleans. You can find photos from this show on Orleans.com and on our website and Facebook page. These photos are taken by Alison Moon. If you listen to this show on some podcast app, thank you so much for subscribing to us. Take a moment to do this if you can. Rate and review us. That helps other people find us, which is very kind of you. Our show is recorded live today at Wayfair on Ferret Street, Uptown New Orleans, where they have a three-hour happy hour every day from 3 to 6, and a great brunch on the weekends as well. Happy Hour of production of IONO Broadcasting for itsneworlands.com. Andrew Duhon is back next week. In the meantime, from everybody around here at Wayfair and back at our office at IONO Broadcasting, thank you so much for joining us. I'm Grant Morris. I'll see you back here next week on Happy Hour.